You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watched workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it and I run in that fix and take the <laughs> biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome into the Wednesday edition of the Martin Houston Show right here on Tide 100.9 FM. Good to be with you this morning. Glad you guys are listening on another cold, blistery, icy on my windshield day, uh, which, you know, I, Joe, I don't know what it is about just getting in the car it, it, when it's cold out. It, it's just, especially like, when you sit down and like the back part of your sweater comes up and then you like sit and put, you know, put your back against the chair and you get that little cold uh, on the bottom part. It's just terrible. Absolutely awful. Um, anyway, I digress. Of course, James Ludeman hanging out with you. Been filling in this week uh, with Joe Gaither for Martin Houston and uh, been having just a, a ton of fun here uh, this week as we are into Wednesday. We're halfway through the week. And uh, hopefully your week has been very good. Uh, remember, this is a day. Yeah, woo, let's get it. Uh, I love the applause. Uh, of course, as we always do, we want to encourage you this morning. Uh, this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. And uh, just remember to be encouraged today. I know so often in life we uh, let negativity come in sometimes and uh, we allow things to take our focus uh, away from where it needs to be. And uh, so this morning, I, I just wanted to encourage you and just say that uh, you can make today whatever you want it to be. It could be a good day. Uh, so let's start out with positivity. We got a big show planned for you today. Uh, we're going to talk some Alabama LSU hoops. We are finally here, Joe, uh, after waiting since Saturday uh, for the Oklahoma game. Uh, and uh, Alabama will look to extend their SEC conference streak to ten game ten and zero. Did you see this coming? I I, I didn't. I'm, I'm just going to be upfront with you. I didn't. Uh, if you would have told me uh, before the beginning of the season that Alabama would sit number one in the SEC and they would sit at you know nine and zero at this point, I wouldn't have believed you. There's just no way. Uh, so they're, they're looking to make that 10-0. and 0. Uh, Tennessee lost a big game last night to Ole Miss. Boy, oof. What is up with Tennessee, man? They, they one, one game they look like one of the best teams in the conference. The next game they look like just terrible. I, I don't know what it is. I have no idea uh, what is going on 
with the with Tennessee, but just very interesting to see what is going on. So Alabama has a four game lead momentary or currently uh, in the SEC, and uh, they're going to look to continue that trend tonight against the LSU Tigers. And of course, we remember what happened the last time these two teams played. Um, it was. <laughs> Uh, it was hardly a game, and uh, it was something where, you know, Alabama came out strong against LSU in the first game, uh, scored over 100 points, uh, set their, you know, set the SEC record for three-pointers in a game. Uh, also, I mean, weren't far away from the NCAA record. I think they were probably five or six away uh, from the NCAA record uh, for uh, three threes in a game. And, uh, Joe, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to throw it over to you. Joe Gaither, of course, joining me here. Uh, Joe, I'm going to ask you, uh, do we see another dominant performance tonight from Alabama in the way that they did last game? Or do you think LSU is going to come out firing because they're trying to clean the taste out of their mouth from what happened last time? I think LSU is probably going to give us a, a, a pretty difficult game. I think that there, anytime you get beat like uh, like they did the, the, the second time around, that you can play a team, uh, you're going to be a little extra motivated and a little extra fired up, and and especially combine that with how Alabama played probably their last two or three games. Even though uh, they're you know two and one in those in those three games, the last three games with Mississippi State, Kentucky, and Oklahoma have not been as strong in my opinion. So uh, the conditions are. Right for uh, us to have a, a pretty close second game with with the Tigers. LSU's dropped three of their last four. Um, there's, I mean, it's just it, it's been it's been very bad uh, for the LSU Tigers. One hundred five seventy five lost just a few weeks ago, and it, you're right. I, th- I think LSU has everything to prove here. I think they're going to come out and try to uh, play us tough, and it, it's going to be a situation where they're they're trying to get over a loss um, that was just so, it, it was bad. Oh, it was bad. It was fun for us, you know, as Alabama fans uh, and Alabama, you know, supporters uh, to watch. And it was it was entertaining, but I, I don't think we see anything close uh, to what happened the last time these two teams played on January 19th. I, I just don't see that being a reality. Let's jump out to the Taco Casa hotline. Of course, Taco Casa under the biggest cactus in town, you can find several of their locations in Tuscaloosa and Northport. Uh, get some of that taco salad. Hopefully you enjoyed Taco Tuesday yesterday if you were out out and about. And uh, Taco Casa, one of our great sponsors. You can find out more about them at tacocasa.com. Let's jump out to the Taco Casa hotline. Let's talk to Pat this morning. Good morning, Pat. Good morning. question is, did Nate get back to the confines of Coleman Coliseum and wear out the paint on the charity strip line. <laughs> you know, Pat, there was something interesting that that coach said on Monday night. We, you know, we uh, have Hey Coach, uh, which airs right here on Time 100.9 at 6 p.m. And mm-hmm. Nate Oates was there in person at Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa. And one of the things that he said was, I think this is, and I'm I'm not reading the quote exactly, so I'm kind of just paraphrasing here, but Basically, it boiled down to, you know, he really took a lot of the responsibility for how they played on Saturday. 
And his thought process was, well, we didn't do enough fundamentally to win the game Saturday. And, and he's, you know, he took the, he took the blame for that. And he said, you know, we just need to get back to fundamentals. We can't turn the ball over. Uh, we can't, you know, just give them opportunities to score. And Pat, you and I have talked about this all week. Uh, one of the biggest things uh, with Alabama over the over this stretch of games is even though they've been able to pull out some wins, uh, they they've struggled taking care of the basketball. Sure, but but it had a whole lot to do with us being out of position, and you can't lose that ball bounced off of put in that game. Yeah. Okay, even Coach Bryant said he'd rather be lucky than good any time. And, oh, you know, you got to go back to, I mean, that, the, the, they were where the ball was. Right. And, I mean, and when you don't have a nose for the ball, it's just doesn't, it, I mean, it bounced awful funny. Do you not agree that a round ball bounced extremely funny down in Texas? No, it did, and and look, I I think that that's no, yeah, you're fine. No, it's I, and you're right. I think that that led to a lot of offensive rebounds. Um, watching that game, there were a lot of times where, you know, Oklahoma would shoot the basketball, and and you're right, it would just take this weird bounce, um, and it would always somehow end up to an Oklahoma player. Uh, but those are the things that that. Again, Alabama's going to have to do better at. They're going to have to rebound. They're going to have to take care of the basketball. They're not going to be able to turn it over. Um, there's nothing wrong with making a pretty pass every now and then, uh, but but you got to take care of the basketball. That That's the number one priority. And the other thing that they're going to have to do better uh, with tonight and moving forward uh, is they're going to have to shoot free throws a lot better than they did last game. I mean, it's just, uh, three threads to a, at least an eighty-five percent clip. Yeah, I would agree with that. I I, I think that's a solid number. Um, I like personally, I'd like to see him hit a little more, but you know, that, yeah. That's well, just me, I mean, but, but eighty-five percent can pretty much win both. So Tennessee goes down last night, Pat. Uh, really, oh, this is what's that? I watched that ball game at all, and uh, it's, it's uh, uh, Tennessee is falling from uh, their whole program up there. That, uh, you know, it, it, it's not the Tennessee people that I dislike. It's Phil Fulmer. Yeah, I look, it's yeah. t- Tennessee's a dumpster fire. I, I, you know, football wise, absolutely. But. Uh, their basketball team, I think, is still is still very good. Um, I don't think last night's loss uh, takes anything away from that, uh, but I will say that they they have a problem right now in Tennessee w- with their basketball program, and they really need to get that straightened out because it's uh, it's just one it, it doesn't look good. And uh, but I but I bring that up, I bring up Tennessee to say that I think if any team in the SEC has you know, a, a good shot to get this done. Uh, it's Alabama right now. I, I mean, they mm-hmm. have everything going for them. They got a four, I believe it's a four game lead or five game lead close to it uh, in this conference to really take over and to really uh, just do again, do something as we said yesterday that hasn't been done in a long time. And that's when the sec regular season title. 
Okay. Um, so All that's, right, that's let's talk recruiting before we go. At uh, uh, 3.30 this morning, I was up studying for this phone call, and hey, I am not a happy camper at this moment. I am not. Oh, Jack John Garcia Jr. was talking very good when he was with Ryan Fowler oh, yesterday, or day before, at and I'm very, very concerned about Kamar Wheaton announcing at 8.30 this morning that uh, oh, I won, uh, that coach that claimed he was talking to Coach Saban with a gentleman's agreement when he left town. He's been going after my running back. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. And that sorry piece of office a coordinator we had. <laughs> that, uh, well, we didn't, we didn't say that mad. Uh, but, oh, hey, he had, you know, so much for a gentleman's agreement. Hey, I hate all shades of orange. Do you understand? I'm just like Coach Bryant. But, uh, and, and burnt orange, I hate that, too. Joe, I want to uh, I, I ask you this because I think this, this this would, you know, coming from you, you've been here a long time. You know, you know kind of what's going on. Uh I'm not going to ask you too specifically about recruiting because you and I are not the recruiting experts. We've admitted that. We, you know, we follow it, but we're not like experts about it. But if Nick Saban closes out this recruiting class by getting Kamar Wheaton, is that not the best recruiting class ever? Well, uh, got him rated that, already. That will do it. The, the best class ever. Yeah, uh, he, and, he committed. And if, uh, if that doesn't happen, in December, so hopefully he'll follow through on that commitment. Yeah. Right, but if that doesn't happen, uh, we are going to have good news today with uh, Arnold. We're going to pick up uh, a defensive back that can play yeah. uh, corner team. He's and, narrowed, he's narrowed it down to uh, what is it, Alabama, Florida, and Georgia. Georgia, that's right. That's right. All right, but we are going to pick him up. I I feel fairly confident of that. And but hey, what? is still in the works and it's not going to be this month is it going to be next month and I think that with the increase of, of these new variants with COVID that flying is going to be absolutely impossible I, unless he's got somebody willing to uh, bring him on a private bus to uh, uh, uh from the West Coast all the way uh, to Ohio State, hey, he ain't going to make that trip by April. Yeah, I you know what I'm it, saying. No, I do. And and again, COVID has done a, um, a COVID has been terrible when it comes to you know recruiting and getting these guys on campus. And oh, uh, uh, hey, if we would have been able to get on the campus, uh, or or not just get on the campus. If we would have been able for Coach Saban to fly, yeah, Coach Saban would have closed Kamar Wheaton, and this would be a done deal. Yeah, well, you understand well, he is a great closer. <laughs> he is. You're right, Pat. Hey, Pat, we're going to have to get to a break, man. Right. But I appreciate yeah, yeah, it. I know that's what he wants to talk. Hey, y'all have a blessed day, and uh, fellas, that, uh, let's see what happens at eight thirty. I hope we're not sick at eight thirty for eight forty-five. All right, All right. Pat. take it easy, man. All right, that's Pat on the Taco Casa Hotline. We're going to take our first break here on the Martin Houston Show. Coming up, we're going to continue to talk 
Alabama men's basketball. We'll talk some football as well. If you want to join in the conversation on the Taco Casa hotline, 205-342-9904. We'll be right back here on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, pretty quiet start to our Wednesday morning drive. No wrecks or delays. Drive carefully, and if you do see conditions, of course, give us a call. 205-886-8886. It may be cold outside, but the deals are hot right now at Towns and Nissan, your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. Our sky will stay sunny today. The high for this afternoon around 52. For tonight, mostly clear with a low at 33. Tomorrow becoming mostly cloudy. Rain moves in here tomorrow night. The high 61. Friday becoming partly to mostly sunny. The high at 50. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show right here on Tide 100.9. Hey, don't forget, you can go to Tide109.com. You can check out all of our wonderful uh, articles that are going on up there. Actually, Joe Gaither, you had a great article yesterday about Landon Dickerson uh, raffling this bumper off. Uh, for there's a Basically, the story is that Landon is using... Uh, this this bumper that he has for his car that he does, which is really impressive, by the way, uh, to uh, basically there's a person who has stage four lung cancer uh, and he's raffling off uh, one of his you know bumpers uh, to help out this family. And I, I think that's just uh, that's just amazing. I, I had to bring attention to that story because uh, sometimes, Joe, we don't we don't talk about good news very often. It's just not, there's not enough good news in the world. Are you going to get in the raffle? It's it's signed by Mac Jones, Devontae Smith, Najee Harris, Leatherwood, pretty much everybody at the Senior Bowl, uh, Thomas Fletcher. Seems like a pretty good prize. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. How much is it to get in? Oh, it's 25 bucks to get in. Well, that's not bad. I might have to get in that. Well, you, I mean, you one yourself entry. a ticket, yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, any man with two hands. But where would you put... Uh, a railroad I have tie no signed by Landon Dickerson. <laughs> I have absolutely no clue where I would put this thing. Because here's the thing, and, and this may be a shocker for some of you. I drive a Hyundai Elantra. Uh, I don't think I could put a bumper on that car. Uh, I mean, maybe I could. You know, they, they, they had that old show called uh, Pimp My Ride. Remember that? Uh, it, it was a great show. One of my favorites. And... Uh, they're able to do a lot with a little, but I, I I think putting this on a Hyundai Elantra may be a little bit difficult to do. But uh, regardless of that, uh, Ty 100.9, you can check that out, uh, Ty109.com. There's a great story there about that. And if you want to enter the raffle, we did put the link 
to that raffle inside of the article toward the toward the bottom. So read the article first, people, and then click the link and go and support uh, that wonderful, wonderful cause uh, that Landon Dickerson is currently doing. All right. National Signing Day is today. That is something uh, we talked about with Pat for just a second. The watch is on, though, Joe. Uh, Kamar Wheaton, boy, what a what a stud uh, that would be to get to get that. Do you think that this Alabama running back situation is a little bit kind of stacked right now? I mean, we still don't know what Brian Robinson's doing. Uh, if Kamar Wheaton does commit here, that kind of opens up the door. I feel like for him a little bit, I don't know if he'll play right away. Um, but does Brian Robinson kind of hold the key to this right now as far as, you know, who's going to be the guy? Cause I, I think if Brian decides to stay, it's pretty much his job, right? Well, I think Brian's already going to uh, return to Tuscaloosa. That's kind of. Uh, been the rumor there, but okay. but but uh, but it, it, when he returns, he'll probably be the the, the lead back. But he's gonna have to you know fight for his position, just like every year in the running back room. You got Roy Dell Williams and Jace McClellan right on his right on his back, and uh, Trey Sanders if he can recover from his car accident. The the running back room is still gonna be uh, full of talent, whether Brian Robinson you know takes over or not. Uh, it, I, I I see kind of a running back by committee uh, style next year. And that might be disappointing to Brian Robinson fans, but I think it's going to be the best thing for the Tide. Brian Robinson's so fast. I mean, his speed off the line is is incredible. And I wonder if that hurts a guy like Kamar Wheaton to see that. Uh, because you don't know what's going on with, uh, technically we don't have a decision from Brian Robinson. Uh, Jace McClellan, as you mentioned, is there. Roy Dell Williams is there. Uh, Trey Trey Sanders, if he can get, you know, as you mentioned with the injury. So, I mean, this running back group is kind of, I'm just saying it's really crowded. And if you're a guy like Kamar Wheaton, you know, do you look at this and go, okay, I can go to Alabama, still win a national title potentially, and, you know, compete with the best university in college football because that's what it is. And I'm not saying that as a, you know, Bama Homer. I'm saying that as this team is consistently in the playoff every year. Uh, or do you go to Oklahoma, where you have a better chance of of getting on the field faster? So I, I mean, it, it's really just kind of preference, I guess, at this point. Uh, but you know, the decision from Brian Robinson, I think, is going to be key in that. And uh, even though there hasn't been any official decision from him. Uh, I think it's Brian Robinson's job to lose at this point. Uh, let's jump out to the Taco Casa hotline. Let's get Tom in the conversation. Good morning, Tom. Hey, what's up, James? Good show. Thanks, man. Good morning. Hey, how are you? Man, I'm uh, I'm not going to lie to you, Tom. I'm reeling a little bit today. I'm, yeah, uh, yeah I'm, well, it happens. Well, you know, when you... <laughs> and, and not to change, not to sideswipe the conversation, but but here's here's a little lesson for all of you listeners today. Uh, if you're going to publicly say that you can do something better than an Alabama athlete, uh, be confident in what you're saying. That That's all I got to say. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Uh, on, on the uh, running back thing, uh, Robinson is coming back. And uh, he'll, uh, he'll be afforded that uh, starting position because of 
what he's accomplished already and uh but he will he will continually have to do like every Alabama player does and that is earn that week to week uh how many carries he gets you're right the competition is going to be still uh Wheaton will be there but uh, I, I look for Wheaton to be our uh return guy on kickoff uh next year and uh That'll be playing time and uh, a chance to show what he's got and all this kind of stuff. It's going to work out, believe me. And uh, because uh, Ryan Fowler had a guy come on yesterday, not Garcia, but uh, one of his regular callers, guy spot on with his information. And he said the safety out of Tallahassee and Wheaton, uh, they're going to be in the fold today. So, and I don't know what his source is. I got a suspicion, but I don't know. You know what I mean? But he's been right so much of the time. So that was his take. But I want to talk a little basketball. Okay. Shoot. Let's go. All right. We're number one with a four-game lead, right? I believe so. Right around four games. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I wanted to uh, – and I'm going to hang up. Listen, I think you're up on a break. Uh no, we're good. We're good. Are we? Okay. Yeah, uh, I I uh, I, I want to know a, a scenario where we close the deal on the SEC. Uh, if we win tonight, if we win tonight, and let's say we go to uh, Missouri and win that game, uh, and you know it's a fan's right to speculate, right? Right. <laughs> uh, good if, point. if we won like the next two. Where would that put us in uh, in terms of uh, the lead for the SEC and how many games to go? Yeah, I, that's a great question, Joe. I, I'm not, to be honest, I'm not sure how it works as far as uh, closing. You know, with the you know the SEC regular championship. You know, in baseball, they go well, the magic number. The magic, so right? Go. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what we we talked about this on the show last night that I was on and. and you know, I think we guesstimated, and Joe, you may know better than me. I couldn't find anything on it, uh, but I'm guesstimating that it's going to take about four more games, four to five more games, because they got nine games to go uh, at this point. And the only other ranked team they're going to play the rest of the season uh, for now is is Missouri on Saturday. Uh, so I think it's going to take at least four more games. Uh, if they win out or win those next four. So if they go 4-0 and in the next four, I think that's it. I, I think you can close the book on the regular season title. I just don't know how that scenario – Joe, you may know better than me. I, I don't know. but I, I, It sounds like a Barry Sanderson question. It really does. That's a great question for Barry. And, and to be honest, I'm going to ask him too when he comes in because yeah, I wanted yeah, to know I, from I, last I'd like, night. I'd like, I'd like some scenarios of – you know, what it would take to win the conference outright for Alabama. And, uh, of course, you know, in basketball, you never can tell because this team will beat that team and all this kind of stuff and throw mud in the pie and all, so forth and so on. But, uh, uh, yeah, Barry probably could give us a likely scenario. I bet you anything. Yeah, I'm sure he can. I mean, he's, you know, there's, there's really only two questions I want to ask Barry today. Uh, one of them is is that question there, but I also want to know why this dude got thrown out of this game that he coached in the other day. Yeah, what happened with that? I don't I know. I'm telling you, I got to know this story. I got to know. I don't know why. I just sit here and I'm like, man, 
this would uh this would be I, I think the reason I didn't pursue it because when he told <laughs> it I thought, Well, you know what? He I, I can't I know Coach would find out one way or the other, but uh, right. maybe he was a little embarrassed, uh, and I didn't pursue it because I don't like, you know, to make people feel bad. And, no, no. no. Uh, 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 but uh, I heard him say it, and I thought, well, uh, <laughs> you know, and it was the last game of the season, and yeah. I think he was in Mississippi, and I, I didn't, even, I didn't pursue it. But anyway, I, I thought I'd throw that out there. It's something I've been thinking of because I really really want to win the SEC title outright. I'm with you. I'm 100% with you, Tom. And I, and I, I here I am going stupid and saying, oh, what we got to do to win it? Like, we're going <laughs> to win it. And jinxing the team, of course. Well, let me ask you this before we let you go, Tom. Uh, what do you What do you think about the game tonight? And uh, do you let's get a final prediction from you. What, what's the score tonight? Oh, man. Let's that, start you right on the spot at 6 a.m. Yeah, six thirty, buddy. When I start predicting Alabama, <laughs> I cannot. I always, no matter what, I predict they're going to find a way to win. <laughs> and then when I do that, look out! <laughs> oh boy! All right. I'm scared, well, James. Don't make me do it. You scared? What are you scared of? I'm scared that if I say something, that it jinxes the team. All right, you know I'll what tell I'm you saying? what. Don't don't get specific, but do 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 they find a way to win tonight? I, I do. I think that. Uh, the fact that we, we got beat so bad on the board that that's been a, a point of interest for practice. And uh, yeah. and I believe they'll respond to that. And on top of that, uh, LSU uh, has an injured player that's pretty good on the board. That, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, I, yeah. I, I think that uh, that, will, uh, that will be the, the way we win it. All right. Well, you you heard it here, folks. Tom, Tom's <laughs> official prediction <laughs> is that they're is that they're going to dominate tonight. That's what I'm hearing, uh, Joe. Oh, I don't know if you're out. hearing that. <laughs> hey, thanks, Tom. I appreciate uh, yeah, it. Yeah, enjoy the show. Thanks. Thanks, man. Roll tide. All right, that's Tom on the Taco Casa Hotline. We're going to take our next break. Jump into the third quarter. Don't forget, coming up in the fourth quarter, we have our Christian moment of the week uh, with Scotty Hollins. And uh, he always does a, f- a fantastic job uh, encouraging us, really bringing us to uh, uh, to that next level of, of conversation and uh, just just doing a great job of that. And it, of course, is presented by Johnson and Marshall Dentistry. That's coming up at around 645 or so uh, in the fourth quarter. But let's go ahead and take this break. Coming up on the other side, Joe, I'm going to get you involved in this conversation. I, ne- I need to hear your your opinion about Alabama basketball today. Uh, because listen, you and I, we text a lot during these games, and uh, I thought Saturday Saturday was a little weird. We didn't text that much Saturday, but uh, coming off this game against Oklahoma, I gotta hear uh, what you think about this game tonight. Is this a trap game potentially for Alabama, uh, based on what happened last time? But I'll, I'll get your opinion on that. Coming up on the other side of the break, you're listening, to James Ludeman, Joe Gaither. Right here on the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan, traffic set a pretty quiet start to our Wednesday morning drive. No wrecks or delays. Drive carefully, and if you do see conditions, of course, give us a call. 205-886-8886. It may be cold outside, but the deals are hot right now at Towns of Nissan, your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. 
Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said, it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn, which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com as peptalks35.com or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Playing that good stuff over there, Joe Gaither. I love it. Good stuff, man. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show right here. Tide 100.9, James Lutham and Joe Gaither hanging out with you uh, here this morning and for the rest of the week uh, as Martin Houston is... uh, I don't know, out doing his thing. Canvassing, I guess, is probably the best way to say that. But, uh, hey, we're, we're glad that you're with us here on Time 100.9, whether you're listening to us in uh, the frigid tundra of Tuscaloosa this morning uh, or whether you're listening to us uh, on the app as well. We thank you uh, for those of you that are listening today. All right, Joe, I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, I want to get your opinion on this on this game. Obviously, I, look, it's a big game. Uh, it's it to me. I think any game moving forward, these last nine, you know, SEC games, we got the Oklahoma game out of the way, the non-conference game. In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. Uh, so that's done. But every game from here on out matters. So uh, does LSU come back and and shoot for some revenge here, or do you think it's another? To, and again, LSU's lost three out of the last four. Keep that in mind. So. Is this another? Uh, is this could this be a trap game for Alabama? What's the line on the game tonight? I know that Al- Alabama's a 
Probably favored what eight or nine is what I would guess. Yeah, let me uh, but, let me look. But, uh, for sure. but, but I think that uh, I think it's going to be a closer game. I think that I, I definitely am going to pick Alabama to win. I think that Alabama is more talented than uh, LSU and has obviously been playing much better throughout the season. Now LSU struggled in our first matchup and really against Kentucky the next night to uh, in giving up a lot of three point shots. So hopefully Alabama will be able to get back to a wide open offense where uh, they're shooting a lot of three-point shots where that, that uh, get them back to their offense. In the last couple of games, the offense has been looked uh, a little stagnant, a little bit stale, uh, maybe not as uh, free-flowing and not as uh, wide open on that end of the floor. So hopefully uh, NATOs can get them fired up and get them back, back back to the way they were playing. So it's, it's a great chance for a get-right game for Alabama. I, th- I think it's going to be uh, a lot of fun to, to see, but... I would say Alabama wins, but depending on the line, I think they might uh, right at double digits. I bet, I, bet, I bet they win by 10. So it looks like the the odds right now, and if I'm reading this right, uh, it's an eight and a half. Uh, eight and a half right now. So I think that's a fair, I think it's a fair betting line. That'll probably change today. Because um, usually, it does, and again, I'm not like, super into betting or anything but the line usually changes the day of game too right well it, it, it definitely can depending on where the money comes in uh for college basketball they, they they don't put out the lines too too early so that line's been uh pretty updated it probably came out middle of the day yesterday uh but yeah if you get enough money on one side or the other it can move the line for sure right, listen when you guys go to the you know pearl river resort the golden you know whatever uh then next year your boy has to go because I, I don't know nothing about betting. I just got to bet once. That's it. I know nothing about this stuff. The only thing I'm confident in is the uh, the betting line for the, uh, what is it, the over-under. I, I know that. I could do the over-under. You know, when you start getting into odds and money line, and I, I know we have a betting show that airs uh, on Tide. And yeah, it's right after show. your show it, on Thursday. That's right, and it's a great show. I've listened to it. I just can't understand. I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm not a, you know, avid better. I guess would be the terminology for that. But I. I don't know. I just. I gotta. I gotta learn more uh, about this. Couple things uh, I want to. I want to bring up about this matchup. So and and some of this stuff is actually very interesting. Um, LSU ranks 52nd overall in three point defense, three pointer defense at 30 percent uh, in SEC play the Tigers rank third best at 32 percent uh defensively if you take out the game against Alabama LSU has allowed opponents to shoot just 28 percent from three over the past nine games that's I mean that's pretty impressive uh but again again when you give up 23 you know three pointers in one game it doesn't seem as impressive uh but when you take it away it's you know it's definitely impressive I want to ask this too, Joe, because this is the other question I saw and, and I wanted to ask. Do you think that Alabama wins? Now, I know you said Alabama you think is going to win this game, but do you think the motivation factor for both of these teams is really high right now? And what I mean by that is the last time LSU played Alabama, it wasn't pretty. It was a, it was a bad loss for LSU. But Alabama's coming off of a loss in a very tough game against Oklahoma. So don't you think Nate Oates and these guys have more motivation now 
to come back in the second half of the SEC schedule and just dominate on the court immediately? Oh, I'm sure both teams are highly motivated. A win for LSU against Alabama would uh, be a great way to get their second half of the season going, and Alabama needs to get back on track to uh, to accomplish the goals they want to to accomplish this year. You were talking earlier about winning the the, the conference. A win against LSU puts you uh, right on track to continue to win the conference, and uh, really, we're all in on trying to make sure we get one of those double buys for the SEC conference tournament. So. Uh, we, to win the tournament and to and to or to win the regular season and to get that double bye, those are the next two things that are right there in front of us. And uh, Coach Oates seems to be the kind of coach that you know has a pretty good sense, uh, has a pretty pretty good pulse of his team. So I think that uh, he'll he'll say the right things tonight to get the team ready to play uh, this evening. Alex Reese cannot lead this team in shooting. That's that that is my key to victory. If I had it, look, I, I want Alex Reese, Joe, to go off every game. I really do. I just don't trust him. I, I don't trust his ability right now at all. And if if Alex Reese is your leading scorer, then you you may not win this game. John Petty's got to be big. Petty has got to be big tonight. Uh, and I think he will. Quinterly has to be big. Didn't even score against Oklahoma. Primo, another guy that's got to play big tonight. Uh, those three guys, Herb Jones, you know what you're going to get with Herb Jones. Uh, he may not score 15 points a game, but he's, he's one of those tough guys. You know, he, he's going to get you those, those dirty points. Uh, he's going to get you, you know, the occasional shot. Uh, I know he's playing hurt. That's just the kind of guy he is. You know, he, he's a guy that's going to play hurt. And, uh, but is there one guy for Alabama tonight that you would love to see just, just go off? I think Primo has got to get back in back in action on on the scoring end, and Shackford too. Uh, Shackford's shot's been really kind of spotty uh, over the last two two or three weeks. So to get those two guys back on track, uh, I think that would be really encouraging uh, for the Crimson Tide. Alabama five at home this season in SEC play. Uh, they've did you know? I, now see, I didn't know this. This is an interesting statistic uh, as well from Action Network. Uh, there was only one game that Alabama failed to cover the spread in. You know what that game was? Oh, what? was it? Uh, it was uh, the, the who they played the second game of the year. No, no, no. It was way later than that. Then who was it? Mississippi State. All right. And they fell short by one and a half points on that. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Definitely, I think uh, I think I like the spread eight and a half. I think that's a good number. Uh, probably end up going up to nine today, but we'll see how the money goes. All right, let's take our next break. Coming up on the other side, we have our Christian moment of the week, uh, and, and it's just going to be a good time of encouragement with Scotty Hollins, presented by Johnson and Marshall Dentistry, right here on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, everything seems to be moving well on the roadways in this cold February morning. Some minor congestion on McFarland at US 43 in Northport. If you do see other conditions, of course, give us a call. 205-886-8886. It may be cold outside, but the deals are hot right now at Towns of Nissan, your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. 
Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning. Governor Ivey presented her agenda for the 2021 legislative session last night to an empty house chamber due to COVID-19 protocols. Of a number of initiatives, several will impact Tuscaloosa County. One involves the long-promised improvement of Highway 43 South. Ivey also promised expansion of the Taylor Hardin Mental Health Center in Tuscaloosa and a 2% pay raise for teachers and state employees. The Democrat response was delivered by Greensboro Senator Bobby Singleton, who pushed the governor to do more for rural counties. I'm Don Hartley. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. The sound of Bama sports. Your show. Your team. The Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Loving who... Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show right here on Tide 100.9. We're going to jump out to the Taco Casa hotline this morning, and we're going to talk to Scotty Hollins for our weekly segment, uh, Christian Moment of the Week, uh, presented, of course, by Johnson & Marshall Dentistry. Uh, so we're going to jump out to Scotty right now, welcome him into the program. Scotty, good morning. How are you? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Hey, I'm I'm better than I deserve, I guess. Uh, that's probably just <laughs> what I what I keep going back to here. Uh, Scotty, I'm right there with you. Scotty, I'm gonna let you take it away, buddy. Go ahead. Okay, sounds good. So, um, in the new year, I, I've talked about really um, sharing with you guys three things that um, give me focus for my spiritual development that that provide a blueprint for for me uh, in terms of um, you know how should I be growing, how should I be pursuing uh, just consistent growth um, on a daily basis uh, from a spiritual standpoint. And so we talked about three specific areas, knowing Christ more, like that's so important. And, and I talked about that a little bit last week, but I'm going to actually go back to that one because I think I left out something pretty important, and you'll, you'll see what I mean. Knowing Christ more, becoming more like Christ, and making him more known. And so um, go, I want to go back to knowing Christ more, and we'll look at becoming more like him uh, next week in terms of just having – uh, uh, just being focused and having, again, a blueprint for how can I be growing. If you're growing in these three areas, if you're growing, um, uh, you, you have a healthy uh, uh, direction of growth. And so when you look at knowing Christ more, I talked about 
just the importance of spending time in God's word, the importance of spending time in prayer. Um, and, and so what, what I kind of forgot to share was, what if you don't know Christ? What if you haven't started a relationship with him? What if you've kind of heard about it and you've gone to church, or maybe you hadn't gone to church, or maybe you have questions or doubts um, about uh, Christianity, or maybe you just say, you know what, I, I, I believe in it, but I just never knew how to actually become a Christian. I want to share with you the message that I heard as a 19-year-old um, when I was in college, and someone shared the gospel with me. Uh, and I will say this. I'm going to share it briefly. I, I can't say this is the first time someone shared it with me, but this is the first time I actually heard it <laughs> when I was 19 years old. And they shared with me four simple points. And that first one is that God loves us and has a plan for my life. And actually it was shared with that God loved me and had a plan for my life. And so I thought that was really important. I, I believe that. And I knew that was true. Um, but then, you know, he went further in to say, you know, the greatest gift that God could ever give us is himself. And, you know, you think of the fact that if a creator gives us anything other than himself, then it's something that he made, which means it's less than him. And so um, I understand, understood the very, uh, at that point that, hey, the greatest gift that God could ever give me uh, was himself. And as a result, you know, that's what he wanted to give us. You know, he wanted us to have a relationship with him because he has nothing better to offer. And so point number one is that God loves us, has a plan for our life. And the greatest part of his plan is that he wants us to have a relationship with him. But point number two is that our sins separate us from God. Okay. And that we're all, uh, Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So we're all born sinners and we're all born separated from him. Romans 6.23 takes it a step further and says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. He says, for the wages of sin is death. What we earn a wage for sin is death. And death in this verse means eternal separation from God. So God loves us, has a plan for our life, point number one. Point number two, sin separates us from God. And so, uh, you know, that's pretty bad news that, that we're separated from this awesome, loving God who has an amazing plan for our life. And so point number three actually gets back to good news, and that's G Jesus Christ is God's only provision uh, to cover man's sin. So as a review, there's only one thing separating us from God, and that's sin. And there's only one way for our sins to be forgiven, and that's through what Jesus Christ has done, and that's by accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. When I heard this message at 19 years old, I thought I already knew how to cover my sins. And I, here's what I thought. Hey, you read the Bible, you go to church, you, you try to be a pretty good person, and that covers your sins. So I, I kind of have my own formula. And that was totally wiped away. And, and he says, look, there's only one thing. It's not reading the Bible. It's not going to church. It's not being a good person. It's, it's what Jesus Christ did. And, and, and what did Jesus Christ do? Jesus Christ lived a perfect life. He never sinned once. Then he died on the cross for our sins. And then he rose on the third day, okay, proving that he was who he said he was. And so Jesus Christ, uh, if we were going to be accepted by God, we'd have to be perfect. But since none of us can be perfect, we have to rely on the fact that Jesus Christ lived a perfect life and he died on the cross for our sins, meaning he died the death that we should have died in our place so that all those who have placed their faith in him, guess what? would get credit for his record, his perfect record. And so point number four is that each person must pay, make a personal decision to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Guys, I, I got to tell you, this was the most, is the most, and will always be the most important message I've ever heard. And at 19 years old, I, I had the privilege of giving my life to Christ. And, um, 
and, and beginning a journey of what really uh, the greatest journey that I could ever imagine. Scotty, thank you so much for that, man. I uh, can't tell you how much I've needed to hear that message today. I think we all do. Uh, and just remember yeah, those absolutely. four points and uh, super important. Hey, man, I appreciate your time, buddy, and you have a great rest of your week, okay? Hey, thank you. Same to you. All right. Scotty Hollins, Christian Moment of the Week. Thank you so much for listening to the Martin Houston Show. James Loom and Joe Gaither back with you tomorrow, 6 a.m. Stay tuned. Inside the locker room coming up next right here on Tide 100.9. Remember, trust in the Lord always. Lean not on your own understanding. And roll tide. Have a good day, everybody.